Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. We're back with PG Rated, our new format where we only have to hate one. Well, hate or love. That's true. That's true. Rain of Fire was uh, kind of an overall like love from both of us. Yeah, I mean, I wish it was a little more interesting in the parts with no dragons in it, but, you know, it's okay. I saw and, Gerard Butler's with crops, so and, that was exciting. And the, and the movie I picked this week, I think, should be a love for both of us. I only picked it because uh, ugly kids in movies creep you out. I hate ugly children, and this little girl was the ugliest. Uh, we watched, uh, we watched, my pick was Hereditary, and uh, we, we both watched it. I, this is the second time I've seen it. I love it. I really think it's great. It's a great movie. I, it, honestly, uh, Tony Collette should be nominated for the uh, Best Actress. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I think she's that good, man. Uh, she was really good in Little Miss Sunshine. I think she was nominated for that. Yeah, so she should have gotten it for this one, too. Yeah, I, I, I think this is a... She carries this whole movie. But there's a creepy little kid. There's a weird backstory. Creepy but... little kid? No, I'll ugly you... little kid. I'll let you, since this is the first time you saw it, and I and I was the one that made you watch it, I'm going to kind of have you break it down, and we'll, like, we'll talk about it as you go. Okay. This movie starts off, uh, apparently, there's a death in the family. Uh, Tony Gillette's mother died? Yeah. And you get introduced to the coolest and weirdest fucking <laughs> profession ever, making little models and dollhouses. So this is one of my few like nitpicks with the movie. Like usually when a movie starts out and it focuses so much on the like weird like habit that people have, it comes into play. The miniatures don't really come into play at all. Dude, I thought I was watching Beetlejuice. It's like, just like it's like Beetlejuice. This movie needed Michael Keaton just wanting him to scream his name in the background. Yeah, it just needed Michael Keaton in a little whorehouse just yelling. <laughs> I, I, I guess it uses the miniatures of it. We'll get to where it uses the miniatures. But it's more of like, a, hey, look at this cool artistic shot I can do where you think you're watching real people. But it's actually tiny little dolls. Well, then, you, when you see little miniatures, you know something supernatural and fantastical is about to happen. I can't, I can't think of another supernatural. Beetlejuice? <laughs> Okay, all right, you're all right. You're you, you win this round. Don't say his name one more time because we're both about to be fucked. Also, to a lesser extent, Indian in the cupboard. That's more mystical, is it not? Yeah, but supernatural. Yeah, I guess so. But like the good supernatural, like the Indian in the cupboard, isn't gonna come murder you. Uh, that we know of. Uh, so imagine just a tiny Indian taking your scalp while you sleep. Imagine you just take a little all the miniatures. Oh, also Night in the Museum. I'm not gonna get into more miniature movies. No, I, I have a theory about Night in the Museum. It's the movie that made Robin Williams kill himself. Oh, I thought World Creator's dad did that, and it just took oh, a while to like Bob build Cat, up. Come on. Oh. oh, so there's a funeral. The old lady dies. Apparently, she's very mysterious, and she does secret rituals, which leads me to believe that Tony knew about these rituals, but just didn't pay attention and thought she was a crazy old lady. Yeah, I guess. But it doesn't state if it was, like, her entire life, but I guess it was. Like, the mother lived with them, but was very much kept to herself, 
and had a really cold relationship. Was the mother miniature lady too, or is that just Tony? I think it's just. I think that's just Tony. I will okay. say this: I know none of the characters. I, for as much as I enjoyed this movie, I don't know any of the characters' names. All right, so let's break down the characters. There's uh, Tony, uh, that one guy that's married to her, and then they uh, have like a weird divorce. Gabriel, Gabriel, uh, Brian, Brian, Gabriel, Brian. He was in the Usual Suspects. And then there's, uh, for some reason, there's a racially ambiguous kid that's their their son. Yeah, their son looks like Mowgli. <laughs> their son looks like M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> It's a really. I was pretty sure he was an Indian kid, but they don't say that he is. They don't say that he was like, um, not theirs. Like he could be like super, super in. He could be Indian, like really, really northern Indian, or like super, super Greek. What we have on our hands is a situation where Elaine is dating the guy and isn't sure if he's white or black. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. I'm sitting here. And that might have detracted from the movie a little bit because I'm sitting here trying to figure out where this kid is from and how he fits into this family. Well, then on top of it, you have a girl that's a sister that basically looks like a pigeon mated with a human. Oh, and she loves pigeons. But she looks like she has pigeon face. Uh, she looks like the pigeon man from Hey Arnold. <laughs> she, she looks like a, a, what the younger version of the pigeon lady from uh, Home Alone 2 <laughs> looks like. Arnold, nobody understands me, and then she flies away. Um, <laughs> so there's a funeral, and they're all like sad, I guess. And then there's like creepy guys in the funeral, and like you see people just like smiling at everyone, and then you start to realize there's something weird going on with this yeah, lady. Like everybody, everybody else at the funeral is like really happy. And then there's shots of this lady's necklace, which is like I thought it was like a Hebrew symbol, but it's not. It's like something weird. So then uh, Tony's going to like, what's it called? Like uh, survivors, like counseling or whatever, grief counseling. Yeah. And she's in a group. She starts going to grief counseling because she's like having a breakdown that her mom, who she hated, but also loved because it was her mother. Um, Yeah. So she she starts going to counseling. And And the uh, the, the counseling is weird. It is weird, which made me think, like, in the beginning of this movie, I knew there was, like, a hidden twist coming, but, like, I felt it, like, just in this counseling. I'm like, this is weird. This is a weird town, and it feels like everybody's connected somehow. Yeah. At least, like, this little community, which I liked. It, it was, like, a hidden world that she was just, like, discovering. So, uh, you know, they're trying to get through life. The little girl, I don't know if she goes crazy because of... Uh, the grandma's death, or she was just a weirdo forever. So, as much as like Tony Collette and the mom hated each other, the grandmother had like a weird affection for this little ugly girl, apparently. And that's what you get out of it like that she was really, really connected with her. At one point, they bring up the fact that had the, the little girl, there was complications, and the mother tried to nurse the baby. Yeah, that's fucked up man so i thought the the little girl was starting to get like powers manifest powers because pretty early on in this movie they make it clear that the grandmother's a witch like you don't have to like it's clear everyone except tony like i figured it out immediately i i i i did not well maybe because i'm more in tune to wizardry and sorcery than you are 
How much you love Wizards. I love Wizards, so I was in love with this movie. It was great. <laughs> so, like, weird things happen. The little girl is, like, really into, like, drawing, and she draws, like, Napoleon Dynamite-like pictures. <laughs> like, they look like Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite pictures. <laughs> She's like drawing ligers and stuff like that. She's like, I got special skills, you know, boat staff skills. (laughs) So she's like, you know, I want this to be in the extended Napoleon Dynamite. So like, there's like, yeah, Uncle Rico's gonna show up and like, (laughs) just in the background, you see vote for Pedro signs. (laughs) They're at an assembly where Napoleon Dynamite's dancing. Uncle Rico's like, I could conjure a spell over a quarter mile. The the uh the older brothers at the party. <laughs> oh, I want to get to this party scene. Hitting at the hitting on the hitting on all the younger black hey, girls. Uh, I'm just chatting online on my Wiccan like my Wiccan circle. <laughs> it's a, a wick, Wiccan yes. Tinder. Wicker. I guess they wouldn't use Tinder because that's what they were used to. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, bad memories. So yeah. Like, the little girl starts manifesting powers, I guess. You see, like, this weird blue light every once in a while. And then you start to see the grandmother, like, manifesting all throughout the house. Like, her vision. Like, it's crazy. Like, her image is there. And then, like, this weird... Do you? Yeah, you see the grandmother, like, start to come out. Like, Tony Gillespie sees her. Tony Gillespie. Tony... <laughs> what? <laughs> Tony Gillespie? Yeah, I'm thinking of Dizzy Gillespie. I don't know why. <laughs> That's so weird. So Tony sees her like manifest while she's working on one of her weird models. So the little girl's powers starts manifesting. She starts seeing blue lights that are like they kind of like look like they're focusing you on something, which I really liked. Like it shows you what you're supposed to focus on. And a pigeon flies right into the the mirror, like the window of the school, and everyone's like freaking out. I thought this girl was like seven years old. Turns out she's like thirteen, which was weird. Wait, wait, wait. She's, she's yeah, 13? dude. I was pretty sure she was forty-five. <laughs> so the pigeon hits like the 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 window, and like everyone's going through like school or whatever. She goes down, and then she cuts off the pigeon's like head, and she starts doing like weird rituals with it. Well, she just like, for some reason, goes to get the pigeon and cuts his head off. But then she sees, doesn't she see like, doesn't she see like one of the people the funeral? From... Just looking at her, like, yeah, do it, do it. He looked like Jack Nicholson from uh, Anger Management when Adam Sandler's like hitting on the lady, and he's just like smiling yeah. and going, yeah. <laughs> so, so like. She, like, tries to do taxidermy with the pigeon, I guess. She's a little, like, a little Jeffrey Dahmer. So. Oh, yeah. This girl, 100%. Fucking weirdo. But, like, it seems like the sun is kind of normal. And everyone's trying to get through, like, life. Like, the little girl's not adjusting well. She does this weird thing with her voice, or her mouth, where she goes, she pops her lips, like, pop, or whatever. It's gross. It grossed me out every time she did it. And it's it's pretty clear, like everybody in this family hates. Oh, each without other. a doubt, they're a normal American family. But they're a white people family. They, they, it is it is clearly a loveless. Oh marriage. yeah, man, I would have left that lady a long time ago, especially if she brought her literal witch of a mother-in-law in. I would have left. 
it, it is a lot. Yeah. Like Gabriel Byrne and Tony Collette are just like, just there along for the ride for the rest of their lives. I was like, oh my God, he has a, li- a mother-in-law who's a literal witch. Like, this is terrible. Well, they don't, she keeps them out of the. Yeah, but you know, you got all that negative juju that's coming off off on you and something. And that guy literally wanted to kill himself and he was an alcoholic. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it it comes around. So, anyway, like, she's freaking out, whatever. Like, like, it seems like Tony is, like, adjusting, kind of. She's like, okay, my mom hated me, whatever. It is what it is. And then she starts to talk about, like, what happened to her. Her father killed himself and her brother killed himself. Like, (laughs) like, this is just not a good family. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I forgot that. I thought for, for a while the brother was like crazy away from the family and then like he killed himself. The father killed himself and then her and the mother didn't talk for a long yeah. time and then I guess the mother got sick and that's when they all came back they together. They started to be a good family lived together. So uh, yeah, let's fast forward a little bit because like you just start to see like weird things going on in the house. You just start to see that maybe there's something going on. Like Tony's seeing her mother a lot. Uh, she's going weirded out in her in her journals or whatever. Then, yeah. So, and when she starts to see her, that's when she starts kind of starting to lose. Yeah, her mind. she starts to lose her mind. Then, the kid is like, "Oh, I'm going." Uh, the son, the I want to say the kid from Lion, but it's not him. <laughs> it was. For those who don't know, why Slumdog 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 Millionaire, yeah, Slumdog Millionaire or Milos, I he could be Greek to be honest with you. This kid, he looked like a young beardless Jason (laughs) Manzuki. He does. He looks like Ralphie. Just want him to start screaming, Gattaca. He almost does. So. He goes. I need to go to this uh, school picnic. I just think it'd be good. This kid is like. 18 he's gonna go obviously hang out with his friends and drink but his mom is like oh do you mind taking your little sister and yeah this mom is that's a wild call hey you're gonna go to this party with a bunch of other 18 year olds i take your 13 year old sister i have two younger brothers one of them is close to my age so that wouldn't have been that weird but if my mother would have told me to bring my 13 year old brother with me to go hang out with my friends granted i wasn't a cool kid i did nothing but still, like, that would have been crazy. My mom would never do that. She doesn't have, like, she's not an no airhead. No, no one's mother would, no one's mother would do this. So they go to this party. First of all, all these kids are smoking pot, having sex. You know, it's a real bacchanalia over there. It's a real, like, it's a good time. Like, you know, he's got a bunch of weed. This kid has, I, don't know this for sure because I'm a professional, but this kid looks like he has a bunch of like he's got at least like three or four hundred dollars worth of weed in that bag that he shows. He he goes up to this girl and he's like, "I got weed. Do you want to like go smoke?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah. My friends are over there. There's a bong. The, the bong room is is ready." She says, "The bong room is ready." Yeah, I've never heard of such a thing. The bong so. Room. The kid goes, oh, to his little sister, like, hey, you know, just hang out here. Hey, there's a cake over there. You should go have some cake. 
And uh, why does this party? No, have no, a no. Cake? I'm gonna tell you why this party has a cake. She's like, he's like, oh, it's a chocolate cake. Go over there. Okay, why would you think it's normal that a bunch of teenagers are drinking, doing drugs, and there's a chocolate cake there? You think they just want to like have chocolate cake? That's obviously a weed cake. And you just sent your 13-year-old little sister to go eat weed cake. So, this girl... From the looks of it, this child needed weed cake. Yeah, well, first of all, this child... I know 13-year-olds that are way smarter than this kid and way, like, more lived. Like, she's like an idiot. Like, she doesn't know anything. Like, 13-year-old knows what weed cake is nowadays. It's 2019. Or 2018 when this movie came out, right? So... 2018, yeah. yeah. A 13-year-old knows way more than about weed cake than I do. Also, I'm pretty sure this movie took place in Colorado. I, how would you even get that? There was mountains everywhere, and there was a bunch of weed everywhere. It could have been Montana. You're making assumptions. could have been Montana. So, it's like, okay, so like the little girl starts eating like the cake or whatever. She's like having a good time eating cake. This kid is in the bong room impressing the shit out of this late girl and then they start ripping on her sister like on his sister they're like yeah your sister drew a picture of me and she made me look retarded and then <laughs> then, then her best friend then her best friend built me a cake to ask me for prom <laughs> so like, that's an Napoleon down of my joke so, so, <laughs> so like they're like ripping on his sister and this kid's just accepting it like yeah I know she's a little fucked up whatever it's cool your sister is clearly have like some mental like problem you should be like more sensitive to her and not bring her to parties be, you should have said to be fair my brother was a loser we I made fun of my brother all the time yeah but your brother wasn't like actually like mentally deficient no this girl clearly is she's like Forrest Gump level I, I, I disagree. Oh, you think Forrest Gump is worse? Yeah, man. This girl is just ugly. No, I think she's retarded too. I mentally deficient. She she was definitely like just a weirdo. Yeah, so you know, in my world that's the same. Um <laughs> oh my This is gonna be posted on the internet. No, it's not the same. But I think she had like social problems. She clearly did. She did she's cutting off the heads of pigeons. Because she knows she looks like one. <laughs> so she hates herself. She doesn't want to look at herself. Yeah, exactly. But this is when she eats. She decides to eat the cake, but she's allergic to whatever's in the oh, cake. Oh, no. She ate. That was a weed cake, dude. It had to have been. She's a, But no, she's allergic to something. Oh, you think the nuts? Because there were nuts in that cake. Yeah, I they did, bring up her nuts. I did allergy. look at those nuts at the cake. Which, if she knows she has a nut allergy, why eat a fucking cake? Those nuts were clearly like. They were like. Prominently displayed on that cake. You might, you might be right. She just might be a big old dummy. I thank you, but I thought it was a weed cake, and I thought she was freaking out, man. I thought she was just like freaking out, and I thought, I honestly thought someone was gonna yell, "Bring me my little black medical bag," <laughs> like, like hit her with an adrenaline pin. Prank collar, prank collar. <laughs> so, she, he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna take you home. I'm gonna take you to the hospital." He puts her in the car, and they start driving in the middle of nowhere. It kind of looked... This scene, yeah. this scene blew my mind. I think it blew everyone's mind, because I didn't know this was coming. I know, because the the, the 
basically when the movie came out, everything about this movie on TV showed you that little girl. So you assume, okay, this movie's about a creepy little that girl. That turns into a witch. Not really. Yeah. This girl, her, her, th- her, th- her throat is closing up. Yeah. So to try and get air. And he's driving like a crazy. She sticks her head out the window. Well, yeah, she sticks her head out the window like a dog. And then a deer comes out of nowhere and he swerves. And a fucking pole comes out of nowhere. And this girl gets decapitated. You just hear, and you hear, like, boom. Yeah. And he doesn't even turn around. He just continues No, driving. he stops her a little bit. He get, collects himself. He drives, goes home, goes into his bed, and covers himself. And his mom starts freaking out because there's a headless little girl. <laughs> his mom freaks out the next morning when she goes to yeah, the car. Yeah, because there's a headless little girl there. And then, and then... They cut to the head in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I know. Covered in bugs. Almost it's, immediately, it's, it's by the way. It was, it was one of the more fucked up things I've ever seen in the movie. Yeah, it was crazy. So, now they have another funeral and a little casket. And I guess they didn't have to pay that much because they didn't have to put the head in it. So... They <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> They just got one of the caskets that a magician has saw- sawed in half. Dude, how did no one call the police? How was that head out there for so long? Like, no one sees a head on the side of the road. I guess, whoop, that's not my problem. It was really, it was really dark, man. No one's like, no one's calling the police. Everyone's just like, I guess I'm not dealing with that today. I gotta get to work on Monday. <laughs> to be fair, if I saw a severed head on the side of the road, I don't think I would react either. I would just keep moving. Don't get involved. Yeah, I'll- yeah, I, that's, I'm basing that solely on um, in Breaking Bad when Danny Trejo's head gets put on a turtle. Oh, that was awesome, though. Yeah, that, yeah, that was. Yeah, I'm not going near. <laughs> I'm not going near severed heads in case they blow up. How? No, no. Dude, what all. if they took her head and put it on a pigeon? <laughs> like, because Danny Trejo was Tortuga, they put him on the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, um, this is terrible. A 13 year old girl was decapitated. Uh, oh yeah, I knew, I knew where this was going. So at this point, like Tony Collette starts breaking down even more, and she becomes friendly with one of the ladies at the therapy thing, and her and the kid like. Oh, you mean other. fake Kathy Bates? It was fake Kathy Bates. <laughs> she looks like Kathy Bates. Holy shit! Fake Kathy Bates. It was basically Kathy Bates playing Joe from the Yeah, office. basically. So, like, they become friends or whatever. And she notices, like, one of her doormats. And she's like, oh, that's beautiful. Her name is, like, Joni or whatever. And she's like, oh, that's beautiful. This comes into play later. So. She's like, that's beautiful. It looks like it looks like one my mother was. Yeah. yeah, that's what she says, right? So, yeah. then, uh, they're, like, talking or whatever. She's like, oh, yeah, I lost my son. My son and my grandson. And she's like, my grandson, my son, dr- my grandson drowned, and then my son drowns saving him, <laughs> like all in the same day. So her summer sucks. If I was Tony Collette, I would have yeah, been this like, town, this town is, is filled with. If deaths. I was Tony, yeah. I would have just been like, yeah, well, my daughter was decapitated because my son was super high. <laughs> this was an anti-weed propaganda movie, by the way. This this movie was made by the Christian, right? Yeah, so it's like slowly, like, the kid starts going crazy. Tony Collette starts going crazy. She starts blaming the son. There's a big freak out in the middle of um, dinner once 
Like she yells at him. She's like, you little shit. You did this, blah, 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 all this stuff. And like the kid is like freaking out. He starts seeing like his sister. At one point, the sister's like in the corner of a room and her head falls off and turns into a ball, which was kind of cool. Yeah, this is, this is when uh, you start hearing uh, noise. He starts freaking out that he thinks that there's like little brugs all over him. And then his mom is freaking out too. Was this before or after they do the ritual? I don't remember. This is this is before. They they haven't got there yet. But like this kid is even seeing like he's like he's this isn't just happening in the house. Like it's happening all over the place. At school. Yeah, he's before. seeing like, he like weird safe. shit. Like he's in the desk and he sees himself smiling at himself, but he's not smiling. He's freaking out. So fake what's her face shows up again. Fake Kathy Bates shows up again. And she's like, Oh my god. And you see this like in the mailers, you see spiritualists being um, coming around. I paused it and I looked at the poster that says that there's a, a spiritualist, a psychic. One of those guys was literally in the funeral. Uh, we'll get to this at the end. We'll yeah. The end. So she's like, oh, my God, there's a spiritualist. He came by. I got to talk to my grandson. Come over to my house. She comes over to her house. They light a candle. And the lady's like, oh, this is my son's chalkboard, my grandson's chalkboard, and he loves it. The sh- I think the grandson was, like, six, so she starts communicating, and she does all this ritual stuff, and the grandson starts moving a cup. Tony Collette's freaking out, and then all of a sudden, the chalk comes up on the chalkboard and starts writing. I love grandma. This kid is six years yeah. old. He fucking spells terrible. First of all, I just want to let you know, this is 100% a scam. Oh, you think so? But at this moment, at this moment, well, no, it, it, like, you can, there's no, no saying that ever works this way. If anybody brings me in, I'm not, I'm, I'm calling. Why wouldn't this be on TV? That this works so well. Yeah, I'm like, you have special powers or you're a carny. And I believe that you are a carny. So get away Well, I, I'll be honest. I do believe in this kind of stuff. But I believe, like, you're a wild I man. believe that some people are legitimate, and then there's a bunch of people that are like, you know, charlatans and looking for roots. You can't, you can't sit there and tell me like the Long Island medium is no, a not real of course, of course not. She's just making money. But you know, do you you live pretty? You live in Central Florida. You know, you live next to like one of the most like like famous spiritualist camps in like the United States, right? I had no idea. Casadega. It's got... I, I it's just know. filled with psychics, filled with mediums, filled with, like, shamans and spiritualists. It's a spiritualist camp. Ask your brother about um, that sometime. We went there once. Yeah, but it's all fucking made up, It's man. not all made up. You can't communicate. Once you're dead, you're dead. You can't communicate No, but dead. you can communicate with other forces. And I'm not going to get into There's this no right now because people are going to... People, right, people are going right. to be like, Gabe is crazy. He's a learned doctor and he believes in this shit. You, I can't believe you're a lawyer. This is ridiculous. I'm, maybe I'm a medium lawyer. That's my niche. You're certainly not <laughs> That's my niche, lawyer. dude. <laughs> so... The chalkboard starts like writing by itself, and Tony freaks out. And then the fake Kathy Bates gives her a pamphlet and a book, and it's written in a weird language. And she's like, "You got to read this first. And then she's like, "Light the candle, and that becomes a conduit, and then you will see like your daughter." But you got to. I'm also calling shenanigans. 
because if I'm gonna, if I do believe in one of these things, I'm not doing it by myself. I'm calling it a pro. I would call Taps from Ghost Hunters International. <laughs> or Bill Murray. I, I'm, I mean, I'm calling whoever's on the flyer. I'm not just going home and doing this by myself. I'm calling Vakeman, without a doubt. <laughs> Ray Stance. Yeah, I am calling Ray Vakeman. Stance is coming yeah. over. I'd even... Uh, you could actually call... You could actually call real life Dan Aykroyd. I'd even take Winston. The problem is if you call um, Dan Aykroyd over, he's going to make you buy Crystal Skull. Yeah, Black. here's the thing, though. I feel like if you call Ernie Hudson, he actually will come over. You just got to give him, like, 40 bucks. Yeah, Ernie Hudson does a lot of those sci-fi movies now, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, you just got to give him, like, 40 bucks and a ham sandwich, and he'll come over. But to be fair, that's he's just being true to Winston, because Winston was, it was just a job. Winston was a hustler, man. He was just out there trying to make money. Winston just needed a job. I think Winston's my favorite character, my favorite Ghostbuster. No way. It's it's Egon Vankman Winston stance. Oh, no way, dude. Yeah, Egon's ha- out there having sex with slime in the name of fucking <laughs> science. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Egon fucked. A slime-filled toaster. This this movie, what it needed was a little more slime fucking. <laughs> this movie needed some slime. I mean, it had a lot of weird. It shit, needed some you, ectoplasm. I need the Carpathian slime. I need some ectoplasm. I do. I I need that in a movie, a ghost movie. So, uh, she's like, oh, it's very important that you do this with your whole family in your house. So they go to the house, and she's, like, got her whole family there, and she's like, let's do this. And they start to do it, and it goes, shit goes crazy. Everyone's freaking out because there's glasses moving around, there's pens being moved around, and they hear, like, weird noises, things going crazy. The shit certainly goes bananas. Also, we skipped over one of the creepier scenes in the movie. Which one is it? The, the whole miniature part, like they after the after the daughter dies, when you start realizing how crazy Tony Clips gets. Oh yeah, she does like a headless dies, miniature of like she makes a she does a miniature of the entire funeral scene. She does a miniature of the accident scene too. She it's, oh she does to scale. She does it to scale. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, again. Anyway, the Beetlejuice miniatures were yeah. way better. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if I have a wife and she our daughter dies. And she starts doing miniatures to scale of death, her death scene. I am leaving. I'm not waiting for her to bring home some weird Latin books. Well, no, 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 no. You see, but that's the difference between me because I believe in this stuff. What I would do is I'd call like the little lady from Poltergeist. Like immediately when they start doing this stuff, it's like Poltergeist. Remember when she starts messing around with the ghosts in Poltergeist and Craig T. Nelson's like, you shouldn't do this. Then things start going freaking crazy because they interacted with it. All right. No, here's the deal. Call Craig T. Nelson because he's going to be the fucking... Craig T. Nelson has never led me astray. He's always been top-notch in everything. Dude, that move... those movies are crazy. Did you watch the second one where there's a Native American guide in it too? I did not. Oh, dude, you got to watch Poltergeist too as well. I, the oh, the last I haven't seen Poltergeist in a long time. You know it's a secret Spielberg movie, right? Yeah, he was like the producer, but he secretly directed it. Yeah, the guy from Texas Chainsaw Massacre did the movie, but apparently he was not like he wasn't up for the job. So Spielberg's like, "Fuck it, I'll I'll direct." Do it. you also and if you watch it, it's definitely Spielberg. Do movie. you also know that part where they're in the pool with the bodies? You know what I'm talking about, where they're in the pool and all the bodies come out. 
Those yeah. were real bodies. And he... What, they, what, they, a bunch of cadavers? Yeah. Right. And Spielberg didn't tell anyone, so they all freaked out when it happened. Those are real reactions. Well, and then... that That's part of the reason why everyone from that movie, except Craig D. Nelson, is dead. Holy shit, the little midget lady's dead, too? They're all dead. Oh, yeah. Not the daughter. She, I'm pretty sure she's dead. Either that or she had big-time drug problems. Oh, really? Yeah, that movie has a curse. I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. It's famously cursed. Also, their house at Halloween Horror Nights was super dope. It was the best house, and I was very surprised. When was that? What year was that on? This year. They had the, they had the Poltergeist house. It was it was great. Dude, I can't believe I missed it. That's awesome. I... I love Halloween Horror Nights. It's, uh, yeah, you're a big it's fan. One of the late, it's one of the lamer things about me. It's not that lame. It's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah. So, like, they start interacting with, like, whatever the entity is. I guess it's her daughter, or she believes it's her daughter. Yeah, again, I'm not interacting with entities. I'm like, fuck it, I'm out. Yeah, I would immediately be gone. So Not you. You'd probably sit there with some mystical boner. I'd be like, Doc- dude, I kind of want to be Doctor Strange. So, <laughs> with a cape. I-, I might start wearing capes. To court. You- Alright. <laughs> so- if you start wearing... If you start wearing capes, you have to wear, like, one glove, too? Oh, one? Why only one? I feel like that's a that's a look. No, capes and, like, a pendant. Like a, like a bolo tie kind of thing. Like a medallion. Anyway, uh, so little by little, people start going fucking crazy after this little girl shows up, her ghost. The, the mom, like Tony, she starts losing control of herself. And all she do is doing is drawing pictures of her decapitating her son. And the Yeah, son- the, and then the... Yeah, go ahead. The son, the, the son feels how fucking tense it is. And it's just like, oh, shit, my mom's going to kill me. And, like, little by little, the sun starts going crazy, too. And, like, there's one part that scared me. That freaked me out a little bit because I was like, holy shit, one day maybe my mother was or my it, grandma. when the sun is laying? Yes. The sun's laying in bed, right? I live with my grandmother, and I was thinking, like, holy shit, maybe one day if she gets really pissed off at me, she's going to, like, decapitate me. The sun. <laughs> From what I hear, that can happen any time. Yeah. Uh- yeah, she gets mad at me a lot. Bro, so the, the the son's laying in bed, and you just hear the. And he wakes up, and he opens his eyes, and with that, you see real quick, like you see hands on his head, and it's clearly fucking his mother, uh, trying to rip his head yeah, off. It's crazy. That's not how you decapitate. But someone. then he wakes up, and then she's gone. That's not how you decapitate someone. You don't rip off their head. No. Well, at at this point in the movie, you don't know what's happening. Yeah. So, I and I figured out this movie by the way at the end um you didn't because you're still missing a pretty big what part. am i missing we'll get there so so she like little by little like this kid starts going crazy too he smokes weed and the bleachers like all the cool kids and his throat starts like closing up and he's like turning into like what happened to his sister he's like freaking out um uh, Tony starts freaking out too and then I guess she starts to realize that she's going crazy and she tries to burn this notebook that she has drawn all like the decapitation on it and she throws it in the fire in a fireplace 
and she starts to catch on fire. So she starts to realize that she's connected to this. So there's no way out. So she tries to. So this, this, what? this is another great. This is another great fucking moment. So the husband comes in, sets at Gabriel Byrne. And she gives him the book. It's like. No, 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 no. You're skipping a whole different part, though. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep so going. she like starts freaking out. She goes up to her, her mom's stuff. And she starts seeing like. Weird books on spiritualism, a real, a weird Latin book about Patmos, the king, Patmos, the king of like, uh, the king of madness, and he likes a male host, and like she starts to realize this is weird. She looks at the pictures, and she sees big Kathy Bates with her mother, and her right, and there's like weird pictures from like the seventies and the nineties of her mother doing weird rituals with a bunch of people, and she starts to recognize some of these people. It's crazy, right? Yeah, of course it is. It's 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 insane. This is like the first time she starts realizing, oh shit, my mom was in a cult, and I'm pretty sure my mom was the cult leader. So she goes up to the to the attic to see more stuff from her mother. What's up there? In blood, the symbol that her mother had around her neck, and her mother's headless body. <laughs> <laughs> So she's freaking out. Doesn't call the police. She goes downstairs. Uh, Sad sack Gabriel Bird went to go pick up his son because his son starts freaking out in the middle of class. Am I wrong? Or did we see the history teacher in some of those pictures with his mother, his grandmother? You're you're finally starting to pick up on this thing. Right? So... The history teacher is not, like, really freaking out or whatever. But this kid looks himself in the mirror and he sees himself smiling, like a weird, creepy smile. And then he starts to slam his own head against the desk and everyone's freaking out. I guess, like, the school administrators think that he's just doing bath salts. So they're like, okay, we'll just send him home. This kid fucking tried to kill himself and they just send him home. <laughs> like, no big deal. Yeah. yeah, no, this kid is definitely in a fucking white... Uh, white patty. He should be sent to a, a mental institution. He shouldn't be sent home. <laughs> so they send them home and Gabriel Burns like, oh, whatever. And then Tony comes down. She's like, I need you to see something. I need you to see something. I'm freaking out. And Gabriel Burns like, no, no, you're, you're I, just a crazy lady. I, I lost you for a second. Oh, so I said Gabriel Burns takes the kid to the house and he's all freaked out. He's got like a broken nose or whatever. And like the, he's like, he brings him in, and like the mom is Tony is like freaking out, and she's like, oh, "I need to go up. I need you to come upstairs. I need you to come see something. You don't understand. Look at this." And she's showing him pictures, and he doesn't really care. He's like, "You're a crazy lady, whatever." And just before this, I missed this part. Apparently, her mother's grave was vandalized, but Gabriel Byrne never told Tony that. Yeah, because she didn't want her to freak out. Yeah. So he goes upstairs to the attic and he sees the dead lady, the dead woman with no head. <laughs> and he goes, why didn't you call the police? And he also goes, holy shit, you did this. You took her. And he's like, no, she's like, no, no, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. So she's like, look at this. Look at this. And she's like, throw this, this book into the fire and you'll see something. So he throws the book into the fire. Tony doesn't catch on fire. Do you know who does? Gabriel Burns. Not only does he stopped. catch on fire, he is engulfed in flames in literally three seconds. 
it's... you know what it, you know what it reminds me of remember in anchorman where they have that fight and that one guy's caught on fire just running in the background the, yeah that is that is exactly what it looked like it was crazy so then tony i guess like you see that weird blue flash again and tony's not freaking out anymore she just is calm and it begins there's a bunch of naked old people. That, did, the... did you fucking see in the shadows naked old naked Jeff Flake? Jeff Flake was in it. He <laughs> oh, looks yeah, exactly yeah. like fucking Jeff Flake. It's so fucking creepy. Naked Jeff Flake's in there. <laughs> it's in the shadows. It's weird. Fucking like it's crazy. It's it... the naked history teacher. That was crazy. So all these so... people, all these people are the support group. Yeah, the support group that's in there with her, they're all, like, there, naked. So, then she starts, like, going crazy. Uh, well, basically, the she's, lot- like, the mother is, like, is her yeah. now. The mother is, like, become her. Yeah, basically. Like, she takes over. Like, the mother takes her over. So, uh, there's a tree house in the corner where the little girl used to be all the time. And there's a red light that comes from it. And it keeps like calling like the racially ambiguous kid. Um, so he wakes up and he's like, mom, mom. And he goes, yeah, down. I, I, Her, I'm not sleeping through my dad being burned alive. Like I'm smelling that. His mom is like going crazy. She's like attacking him. She's climbing up on the wit- on the ceilings, like fucking. There's a scene where he goes uh, downstairs and he finds his dad like laying there burnt to death. And it's on him, and then in the background, you just slowly start to see her up in the corner, like fucking Spider Man. No, she looks like Nightcrawler. It's like, yeah, it's insane. She look, it's, so, it's it's basically like James McAvoy and Split when he becomes the Beast. Yes, 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 yes. And then he sees the naked people, and he freaks out more. And then they disappear. That's specifically he, when you see naked Jeff Flake. Yeah, and then he sees his naked history teacher, which would have freaked me out, too. Yeah. And then uh, Tony, like, pins him down. He's going crazy. He's trying to escape. She takes a piano wire and decapitates herself whilst flying in the air. Like, that's... It was insane. So he runs away, and he runs towards the... uh, the what's it called the house the tree house to try to escape everyone he goes up there and what does he see his grandmother's headless corpse meet uh, like bowing down towards this image and then i forget what happens he kind of like just calms down he calms down and then he looks he looks up at everyone and he does the noise yeah so basically and every and his mother, his headless mother, is kneeling down as well. Yeah. So basically, the girl that's dead becomes him. Yeah. And he is now. No, 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 no. It's not the girl that's dead. Yes. It was. It's Palion, the king of madness. No, and no, he no. He becomes. But they still the girl because the grandmother hated the boy, but they needed a male. Yeah. Husband. So the girl. But here's the thing. Yeah, Palion was in the girls was the girl's host for a while he was with her and i guess she was supposed to be the host but he prefers a male host and then when she died she became like the third sac the second sacrifice i think okay so you know that symbol that has three like s's that means that 
it's three. So they needed three sacrifices. The mother's head, the grandmother's head, the daughter's head, and then the mother's head. And then the kid was treated like shit because he was just cattle. He was just a host. So she didn't want to have like a connection to him. And that's when they put Pally on in him. See, yeah. I figured out the movie. You did figure it out, but and also like, I like when I realized like all the people that were in the treehouse were the support group and all that shit. They were all the people at the funeral. I was like, oh shit! Like this movie so goes what from I... like this movie is like basically like a family drama where terrible things happen, and at the end, in the the last twenty five minutes, is bad shit. No, but this movie isn't like a supernatural movie or a ghost movie or a witch movie. This is a long con movie. Like, these people put a long con on Tony. The whole family. Yeah, this is decades long. This is, like, decades and decades of planning for this. Yeah. Do you hate me for making you watch this? No, not at all. I actually love it. It was good. It was Now that I'm thinking, like, about it, like, you have to really think about, like, the intricacies of this and how everything fits together. It's really good. I I tried to make you watch this, man, and you refused. Because the little girl freaks me out. Well, I'm... I'm glad she wasn't in it for that long. Yeah, surprisingly, she really didn't have that big of a part. Do we think we ever see her in a movie again, or is she getting precious? Oh, no, she's precious. <laughs> well, no, no, precious was in a few movies after. She was she in was Tower in... Heist. Yes, exactly. And she was in American Horror Story. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, maybe so, maybe this girl could end up on American Horror Story. Oh, without a doubt, she could be. She could be the feature. Yeah. This, so, yeah. yeah. So this movie was like really good. I don't hate you at all. I actually would recommend this everyone to go see this movie. There are things that we can make fun of it, and there were things that bothered me that I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck? That makes no sense." But that's just a movie. Yeah. No. No. There's so, always going to be something. But I, I, yeah. I really, I really enjoyed this movie. I know this isn't the typical um, way to like the way that we're going to do things but every once in a while we got to get a palate cleanser and enjoy the movie well i want to give you a movie well my movie now to give you all right is considered one of the worst ones i don't count kingdom of the crystal skulls we're going to indiana jones because you confessed to me that you've never seen indiana jones i've never seen i've only ever seen kingdom of the crystal skull so i'm gonna pick a movie that i enjoy and i just watched today and i showed my grandparents and they loved it but it's it's considered it was considered the worst Indiana Jones movie before Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls was released on us was you know foisted on us. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. You're telling me this was seen as a bad movie? Yeah. No way. I don't believe you. It was seen as a bad movie. These I I don't believe what you're saying. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I I I'm in. You uh, I'll I'll. I'll just forget all my bias against Indiana Jones movies, and I will, you know, I'll watch it. But this movie is considered a classic, man. Well, here's the thing about this movie. A lot of racial problems in this movie, watching it with 2019 glasses. Oh, no. It's it's bad. Oh, no. Well, I'm Also, you need to watch this movie with a fine lens because there are certain things that you need to catch. And if you don't catch them, I will bring them up. Okay. All right. Because they're pretty they're pretty amazing. So this is a movie not to watch with my screaming uh, 11-month-old. I don't know. Maybe. You could. Yeah, you probably could. Well, no. I mean more so I could pay attention. Not so. 
No, like just in the beginning, you gotta pay attention because there's a few things right now, that I, I want care. you to catch. I don't catch. care what's on TV because he can't, he can't like he can't pick anything up yet. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> He's just whatever. His first word is gonna be fuck. Oh, so next time we'll watch fucking uh, <laughs> what's Caligula? <laughs> that's, that's, that'll be in a few weeks. All right, so so Temple of Doom it is later on this week, I imagine, or early next week. Yeah. All right. I, well, I'm glad you... I have to I have to go to Schenectady, New York tomorrow on a court conference. So that's like three hours from my house. So if you want to record <laughs> after three thirty, right, we can post it. We post... I, I mean, I have to see if I can watch Temple of Doom. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, uh, I'm also going to try and get us to be able to take control of Grizz's car driving home while Grizz is in Iceland. He doesn't know this yet. Oh, we should do it. I feel like we should be guest hosts. Oh, without a doubt. And we could call it Paul and Gabe, Paul in his car and Gabe walking. I no, guess? no, no. It's still Grizz in his car driving home. We just, we just call all Grizz's friends. <laughs> yes. Can we do that? Yeah. Yeah. He does, he can we also call this. the ones that I don't know at all? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He, does, he doesn't know this. But uh, okay. that's going to be my suggestion. But I can't believe he's going to Iceland. I, it's wild. Uh, uh, also, we're going to be on his show at some point talking about. I thought tomorrow. Oh my god! I watch that fucking movie tonight. I don't want to. Surviving Christmas, starring Kirk Cameron. Is it Surviving? I thought it was Kirk Cameron saves Christmas. It's it's gonna be Surviving Kirk Cameron saving Christmas for me. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna watch it half paying attention. I can't. I it looks atrocious. I watched it's the trailer so bad. and it hurts. I watched five soul. minutes. It looks so bad. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll get that done tomorrow. But always a pleasure. As always listen to the podcast it's the time <laughs> yeah also we're on spotify we got followers we're on spotify we're on apple music anywhere podcasts are um distributed so uh yeah i will uh, i'll talk to you man all right see you later man later pg rated part of the kayfabe only brother podcast network